This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. Yeah. I always feel bad when I'm a dick to somebody on accident, though. Like those moments where you just like don't want to fucking be bothered and somebody happens to talk to you at that time and you kind of tell them to fuck off in a rude way because you say like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the Gore Club Podcast. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I'm Steve Vessel. Death Metal Dave. I'm Derek. And today we're talking about sequels. Sequels. Yeah. Episode two. Season two. I, I, we didn't plan that actually, did Maybe we? I need an episode two with that <laughs> dude from Sliders so he could understand that I'm not a dick. Gimli's okay. You need need to redo. I'm I'm not ever going to remember. Is he still alive? We're going to curse him? Ooh, he's next. (laughs) Damn it. He's fucked. He better have Jerry O'Connell save his ass. Maybe he's next now. We do. Anyway, this whole episode's actually about sliders. No, no, no. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's about sequels. Other S word. Yeah. It's Lots a, of them. It's the thing. Man, there's so many good sequels. It's the thing you guys like to bitch about all the time. Every time one's announced, but then when one's not announced, you beg for what? That is true. Yeah, people that's do very that. true. Yeah, <laughs> people. Uh, people are never satisfied. I mean, yeah, people are losing their shit about like Friday Thirteenth not having a, a movie since what 2009 now 2010. Well, people shit on that movie though. So. They, oh yeah, well, I mean when they finally did the remake. Or what, yeah, it was a reimagining. Re- 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 we're really flashback into the first episode. Oh, the very first episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. People like shit all over it, and I was like, dude, I saw Willa Ford's boobs, and I saw murder, and like, what? Yeah, that was. was, was I, didn't, I didn't hate it, and was, I at, on when I kept went back and watched yeah, it more and more. Yeah. I was like, this is not bad. No, it's not. A, it's a, it's a slasher film. Like, why the fuck? That's the thing with these like sequels. <laughs> like a lot of these sequels we're going to talk about are sequels like slashers, and. We take like we hold the original in such high regard for some reason. When you really look back on it, it's like it's all trash. It's mostly all trash. Yeah, we it's love just, trash. Though. It's just teenage kids getting murdered. Friday Thirteenth is just kids going camping, and like that doing remake, the same thing every episode. The reality is that remake's probably better than the original Friday Thirteenth as far as like realism. If you want to act, because that little old lady is just murdering all these people, and nobody has any idea. This old lady <laughs> not wearing a mask, wearing a grandma sweater and a little perm. Just murdering the <laughs> fuck everybody. I think I'm gonna go with the Jason Voorhees in the pot fields. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was such a great beginning, by the way. That that's my, that's my main problem with that one is uh, the <laughs> opening scene. That cast is better than the cast you got to deal with the rest of the movie. From like, the characters are way more likable and yeah. shit. Yeah, but I think oh, yeah, sorry, Supernatural fans. No, it's like I, I guess the more but, we're talking about, I was like, you know what? I need to go back and watch that movie yeah. again because I think I like it even more now that we're talking about. I was like, man, there's a lot of good shit in that movie. I like how over the top it is. I like how fast Jason moves in it sometimes because I, I like think that makes explained. way more sense. Yeah, explain how he jumps around so fast. I thought the underground tunnel shit made sense because the dude just fucking lives in the woods. I don't need everything in the horror movie explained to me. I've bitched about that before, but they didn't go back in time and tell you like Jason's like lived this horrible life. Yeah, he was abused by his mama. He was abused by his mom, and, his his mom. and yeah. then Bill Mosley. Him. Now Sherry Moon's his mom, or whatever the fuck you want to do to me. They didn't do that. <laughs> but anyway, that's not a sequel. That's, that's not a sequel. It's a, a, it's a, it's a reboot. We did have like the second Friday Thirteenth, which we'll skim over. I feel like that's like the introduction to Jason Voorhees and shows you what you can really do with a sequel. Because it's a completely. I mean, that started that franchise. The yeah. first one, okay, it exists. It's a good movie. I know I shit on it, but I like it. You get to see Kevin Bacon get stabbed. Spoiler: if you haven't seen it. Fuck you. Sorry. If you haven't seen it, get the fuck but, out of here. <laughs> but part two gives us old baghead Jason Voorhees, because before that, there's no Jason Voorhees, despite what pe- some people try to say. And they do his age appropriately for the time the movie came out, which I thought was cool. I thought it was really cool. I, and I, I like the idea of, like, it, it continues, like, pretty much right after the where the first one leaves off, you know? There are some it, horror movies that do that, and they do it well, and then some that just say, fuck it, we're going to do something Well, different. Jason gets on a bus, I guess, and goes, hunts down, uh, what's her face? <laughs> and it's a thing. Like, it doesn't make any you sense. You know, these guys in masks, they really like to drive. Yeah, you know Michael Myers loves to drive. He's Jason, good at it. Jason, he won't show you that he can drive. I bet he, he can. Drive. He's got to drive. Yeah. How's he getting from point? Or he's lounging in a fucking taxi with that bag on his head. Like, he literally shows up at her fucking apartment. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird scene. Apparently, I guess something happened with Adrian. Adrian King. Adrian right? King. Yes, that she wasn't going to do the movie or some shit. So they just filmed that quick scene of her like in the house where the the phone and then. The, was it the cat that they kill first? The, cat, the, the cat scares her, and then she opens the, cat the fridge and sees her. mom's head. The mom's head. That's what it is. Yeah. So how the fuck did that get there? Baggage. Yeah. Well, he had, no, on. He was trying to keep her cool. You know, mom's fucking hot. He's been under her arm the whole time. Yeah. Or she's been under his arm. The so whole he time. probably. I mean, they didn't have Uber. The, so he called a taxi. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, he hailed a taxi. He hailed a taxi. Because, you know, he's got he's got bum quarters because he lives in the woods. It's right. a bad, badass He just shot. killed the guy. He just killed the guy when he got there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God a fucking damn. ham. I really like that sequel, though. I think it's a really well-done sequel, and it's an introduction to, like, this iconic horror character because it's not him in the first one. It's a dream, so that's not a real Jason. Sorry. No, that's the yeah. thing is you really don't know what yeah. he looks like. First Jason is part two, Jason, despite what a band name might tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we love Ari Lehman. No, fuck no, him. we don't. He should have been on our death list if you're listening to last <laughs> week's podcast. Uh, uh, the, there's so many. Uh, I've got the whiteboard of doom way up there, and uh, there's, there's so a many. Lot. I mean, even in this, but like you, you wrote like 20 on here, but there's hundreds of horror sequels. I mean, it's a nonstop thing. If, if a horror movie comes out and has any success. Boom. Oh, it's getting a sequel. You're getting a sequel, unless you're one of those like really artsy fucking style, like Midsummer and shit like that. Yeah. You're not gonna, maybe not. Or but. if the characters die, they're gonna get a prequel. Yeah, that's still like a if they put like, I mean, yeah, it's still sequel. It's yeah, no. a, if it has a quill in it. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, uh, I've got Hellbound up there. Well, that's a, yeah. I mean, that, that is a that's fucking fantastic. That's in my sequel. top five sequels of all time. Holy it's amazing. I I think I like it more than the first one. It's like the low budget Aliens or Terminator Two. It, it just goes so batshit crazy with the original concept. It does. It just it takes the takes it's a different people. it's a different type of movie. It's yeah. just like, do you like Hellraiser? Well, do you like Hellraiser on drugs? <laughs> you like it on weed? <laughs> on weed, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you take a character. You take characters who are in the in the first film. Like ten minutes yeah. total, and then you make an entire movie about them, and take a, you bring out a, their entire world. It's like, wow, this is a badass. They did it really good. So much weird shit with that doctor in it, or whatever. Doctor Chenard is a fantastic yeah. fucking character. That shit just goes way to fuck over the top, and like the monsters in it, or Cenobites, whatever you want to fucking call them, they look fantastic. Yeah, but when he's at the end, he's got the fucking thing at the big to his dick. head, the big old it's, dick it's thing big on penis. the head. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's the wild holding them together. Well, yeah, doesn't it all? That might, well, yeah, that's up there for me. Unfortunately, Hellraiser three happens after it, but some but, people like it. There's a lot of people first that movie, fucking... that, that first sequel they brought back. You know, they brought Kirsty, they brought back fucking Julia. They, they, they brought Frank. I mean, they Everybody did it right. They did yeah, it right. Frank's a real fucking douchebag. Uh, like he wasn't. I thought he was okay in the first. One. Oh my god, <laughs> he was relatable, Steve. <laughs> He's relatable. Oh my, okay. I thought Frank just seemed like a misunderstood person in the first one. Yeah, okay. part two. Sure. Boy, he <laughs> did he turn heel there? Oh man, nice guy, Frank. Well, he's kind of a. You kind of feel sad for him in the second one because he's in his personal hell and he's full of. He's like next to nothing but lust, and he can't have it. That's the whole point of his little part of hell. Oh, that's what all I the women that are coming out of the out of the uh, out of the walls and they're like in sheer blank, you know, like sheer like, blankets. But then they start bleeding through. Yeah, it. so you can, yeah, but that's cool for him because he doesn't mind the blood, right. and it's like you can see their nipples, and he, but he can't have them. And so when then Julia shows up, he's like, oh, hey, and then she just tro- totally does a whole reversal. I'm like, who's in control now, motherfucker? So before she shows up, do you think he's just jerking off a lot? What if the hell is he? But he have can't a dick jerk anymore? off. Yeah, I bet he does have a dick, but he can't use it. Oh, that's hell. Like, you can just jerk off forever until yeah. it's just like a fucking scab in your hand. Jesus. I mean, it's Hellraiser. Hellraiser 17. <laughs> the return of Frank's dick. Whatever. You've been, you've been 14 before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You got to lotion it up, man. It's a little yeah, raw. Just, it's a little raw. Yeah. Clyde Barker didn't write that scene, but I'm sure he thought about it. I'm, I guarantee you. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, he didn't. The studio was probably like, sir. <laughs> well, from what I remember, this. he never we'll really came out. He never really came out against that sequel. That's awesome. Uh, at least I don't remember any interviews with him. I never remember him saying, "Oh, it's that was." Bad. I can't believe they took this movie and, and fucked me over. Like that. That didn't never hurt any of those stories. To be fair, did he ever, uh, so. Yeah. Did he ever say about any of the sequels though? Uh, Which is kind of weird. Good point. Maybe. Maybe maybe absence is the best. They sent him a check for the third one, so I guess he was like, "Whatever." Whatever. Yeah, you can make dudes with CDs in their heads and shit. Fuck it. Buy a new CD player. Hellraiser (laughs) three. Wait, what a way to be like, "Hey, this is the '90s." (laughs) (laughs) Yes, CDs. Oh God. We got CD head and we got floppy disk guy. (laughs) They should have dial up Bobby. Dial up Bobby. Dude, that makes the fax machine noise till your fucking head explodes. You always, <laughs> you always hear him coming around the corner. Burper, kicker, dial-up's coming. It's a fucking AOL dial side up. in. It's a dial-up Cenobite. It's oh, fucking awful. God, I hate Hellraiser 3. He just looks like Darth Vader, with, but his head's different. It's just dial-up, dial-up yeah. Cenobite. About a sequel that I know is like 50-50, like hated and loved, because you know somebody's like white-knuckle angry, wanting to jump in and tell me I'm a For fucking For Hellraiser idiot. 3? Oh, Absolutely. dude, I've met a lot of fans of Hellraiser 3. Okay, yeah. cool. 
Because I'll talk shit about it, and then people are like, no, actually, that's pretty good. You're fucking dumb. And I'm like, I am dumb, but I still don't think it's good. I know a guy who loves Terminator 3. He thinks it's great. Uh, Not as good as Terminator 2. No. So let's go to that one. Terminator 3 or 2? Terminator 2, two, two is the best two. action film ever fucking made, and I will stand by that forever. It's got everything. It's got Arnold. It's got fucking Robert Patrick running like a fucking weirdo. Robots. It's got robots. It's got Edward Furlong before heroin. It's got a lot of good things. <laughs> it, it's got Linda Hamilton before she started making out with people at conventions. That Guns happened. That happened, yeah. It's got what? Guns and Roses. Guns and it. it's got Bobby fucking Butnick from Salute Your Shorts. And that's really what oh, people look over to. Yes. It's an all-star cast. Great soundtrack. Just tons. Yeah, it's just a good like follow-up. I, th- I felt the first one's very serious and dark and gloomy. Whereas yeah. this one's like an in-your-face fucking action film. Was, did it come out like the ni- like 1990 or when was it? I was, I was a kid. I remember getting all those Terminator 2 toys and just breaking them because I was trying to do the action scenes. <laughs> 91. <laughs> Yeah. all of them. I had like the twelve inch Arnold that talked and shit. They they merchandised the fuck out of that. I dude. had the eight uh, the T one T eight hundred original action figure, like the nice. one that looked anatomically correct for like nineteen ninety one or whatever. They were so cool. And at that time, and like, looked like it looked like he drank too much. Arnold <laughs> like, looked like a real badass in it. Yeah, you know, did. I think I got into leather jackets and shit because of Terminator, which is kind of funny. I'm wearing this shit. I mean, he never wore studded shit. He wasn't that cool. No, because he, he, he stole the one that he, he got. stole the one. Yeah, that was the if thing. If the biker would have had studs in his jacket. Yeah, no, they probably wouldn't. Could you imagine? He's like, like Michael Myers. He's always yeah. found a janitor outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one that's that's part of his directive to find a leather jacket. Can you imagine being jacket. that biker. You get your ass kicked, and then like you're fucking just laying on the floor, maybe in your underwear. Nude. Nude. Yeah, if, but what if, if somebody he shows up 30 years later it's the same Terminator and you're like, fuck. Yeah, dude. If I'm just laying there nude and somebody just comes up and I'm like, I'm also from the future. Don't fuck with me either, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm just going to get naked real fast. Yeah, he's paying back. He's a biker. Dude. He's probably pretty tough. He could probably go beat up Johnny Polo outside and put that on. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be just, just depends on where <laughs> he lands. If he landed in fucking like Naples, Florida or some shit, he'd be wearing a cardigan. Let's make a movie about that guy, <laughs> the biker. Like, let's get like the shot, like the movie can open with him like waking up nude beside like a pool table or whatever. Like, oh, I gotta get some clothes. And he like he beats up some dude. And it's just a cycle of beating up somebody weaker than you to take their clothes. You're so, gonna get paid for that idea. Or they're just gonna No, off. somebody's just gonna fucking steal it. It's gonna be like a YouTube skit in like a week. <laughs> It'll be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, a fan film. A fan film. It will be on TikTok because my friends do that <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, Terminator. Terminator has has other sequels too, but they're does it? Okay. Well, I mean, they they well, they're, they're not, not they're not good. But we can go. I didn't hate Salvation, and I don't want to really dwell. Is that the Christian Bell one. Yeah, I didn't hate it. There was a, I loved all the practical effects. I like the did. audio from Salvation. Oh, Christian Bell yelling at everybody more than I <laughs> like. It was the Salvation. DP of all people. Yeah, him losing his fucking shit on because set. he walked in his eye line. I think. Yeah, and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I love when people were like, when that happened, people were like, "He's never gonna get work again after this is released." I'm like, "You're fucking dumb." Do you know what these people in Hollywood do? Yeah. You think that's gonna get him out of work? No, sir. No. Scientology's <laughs> with these people. Come on. Sam Peckinpah used to like Tom Cruise. Lot of round, live rounds. And at the, on studio, yeah. fucking uh, William Freaking did it on, on The Exorcist. Yeah. It's just old filmmaking. Now you couldn't. We're all God. Warner Herzog yeah. so. almost yeah. killed Klaus Kinski, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, but John Landis jumped. <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> We're never going to get away from this. Vic Morrow, R.I.P. Baby. Oh man. Uh, but you know, uh, talk about uh, James Cameron. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens is a fantastic Superior sequel. to the first one. And it's, it's one of those movies it, where, like... I'm not going to fight everybody in this room over there. <clears> Alien <throat> was a good movie, but it's... It, Aliens a is good a, movie? It's a great movie. Everyone but it's a, but, it, but it's a totally different... Lance Hendrickson. ...feel for Aliens. Lance Hendrickson, yeah. As a robot full of cum. <laughs> is that what it was? I just would say it's Is it not cum? No, come on, man, come it's on. not. Think about it. You're stuck on this ship. There's like 10 it's of you. It's not amniotic fluid. Nobody, so other, it's nobody's fucking, and then there's this robot that like turns off sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I see. This is going. Everybody's fucking that oh. robot and just filling it with their loads I've when it's never asleep. thought about it. You're the sick bastard. And I then love like it. when he dies, like all their cum's there, and everybody's like, oh, no, we're caught. But they're like, oh, no, you did it too. So it's like <laughs> nobody's snitching. <laughs> So there's just this like, oh guys, the like, besides robot. the girls and the, you know, they're like, ah, what the fuck? And the guys are like, I don't know. So when they're doing the knife know. trick, it's like Pat, Bill Paxton's like, oh shit, it's behind my cum. Yeah. I mean, he's not drinking fucking milk. <laughs> maybe he's like, I get bitter bones. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why so it stopped Ash bleeding was, so quick. Ash was full of cum in the first film. Yeah, great. Just, just fucking these robots. Right. That's why Sigourney Weaver hated his guts because she couldn't fill him up. Fucking hate that's robots. True. Oh my god. She doesn't trust them. Uh, she knew something was wrong with him. I just think that's a good theory. 
I, that's great. I Lance Henriksen is the cum dummy in that fucking All aliens. these cum dummies in these movies. <laughs> oh, I think they're always it. full of it. Every single is time. There a, is there a cum dummy in Dawn of the Dead, one of my other favorite sequels? Dawn of the Dead's amazing. We're just going to skip straight over aliens now. Cum dummy. God <laughs> damn it. Okay, let's go back to <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> really excited I for us to talk the, about it. And it's summed all up the movie. Sigourney so Weaver, cum dummies. And you know, some stuff happens at the end. Aliens was a that one <laughs> no. was that one. It was an action film. Yeah, it was. It was an action film. Uh, yeah, definitely more of an action film. They they definitely I was trying to get away it. from it. Go ahead. <laughs> and then part three happens. Yeah, Charles oh, Charles just, S. Dutton. Oh, part three could have used more come. Man, <laughs> it's got some at the end. Wasn't that uh, David Fincher right? Yeah, David Fincher's first film. Can you imagine getting that, so, having that kind of fucking pressure on your shoulders? And was that one that was butchered by the studio? Is yeah, that the story heavily, behind it? Yeah, thing to do with it. If he could do it, it'd be like an Alan Smithy movie. If you know yeah. what Alan Smithy, Smithy stands for, that would have been it. So, Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection? Pick one. Alien 3. Oh, Alien 3. Really? I okay. like, I don't hate Alien Resurrection. It's just like a fun buddy cop movie with, with everybody. Buddy I love I love Michael Wincott. I love, uh, um, I keep calling him Hellboard. I can't remember his goddamn name. It's like Ron Perlman. Perlman. Why? He's one of my favorite actors. It's just when I get under here, it's like, I don't know Forget anybody's Ron. name. I mean, I don't know a lot of names. Well, it's a lot of the but same But you're like cast. Igor Chakaroskika. You well, know those Same director of City of, Lost, City of Lost Children. And he, it's a good movie. And, and, and he's a visualist, and he took a lot of that cast and put it in this movie, and Ron Perlman is in. City of Lost Children. Alien Three was more of a more of a back to the It's a horror. I really film. enjoyed you know, it. As a one kid. alien, right? Who was a it was a dog alien or it depends a on what version you're watching. Alien. Yeah, there's two different versions, and they had they recut it. They cut out and then they refilmed it. I need to they revisit just that. Fucked his movie over. I don't think I've. I got the box set. I bought that DVD box or Blu-ray box set. I don't think I ever Contra watched Trilogy. Three since buying. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Right when uh, Prometheus came out, mm-hmm. they did that box set. Yeah, and which it, I like that. That Not version in there. That. They, they can't call it a director's cut because he wants nothing to do with it. But they put all of his scenes back in. There's a whole more. There's, there's more you, to the beginning. There's, there's, isn't with the director wants nothing to do with it? Don't you just call it the producer's cut? I think so. Isn't Hollywood that how Hollywood six. works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make money off of it again because like, it didn't. It did not do well at the theater at all. And I was. I, 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 I liked it. I saw that one at the drive-in. Man, I saw number three at the drive-in. Yeah. Just Charles S. Dutton. He was know, good. He, he, dark, was, he was. He was. He was pretty popular. He had that show uh, the, Rock. The Rock was great. Yeah. The wrestler? No, he no, just Charles had a show Dutton. called Rock. It was like. Oh, okay. It was like a family show. He was a garbage man. I don't. Yeah, know. he didn't have any cum dummies. Oh, he was great, That's why man. I didn't watch it. Yeah, he's a he's step a fantastic by step. Character. Had tons of them. All those people in that movie are fantastic British actors. It's got Charles Danson, I think. Um, he's the, he's the doctor that basically yeah. wants to stay on the planet. Yeah, I, I can barely remember that movie, man. I, I remember not enjoying it, and then just hearing bad shit about it forever. Yeah. Maybe not want to revisit it. Or like spend my two hours with it. Go back and look at it. I'll probably will watch it because I didn't hate Alien Resurrection when I went back and watched it, which is because it was on TV when I was. It's a lot more fun than it deserves to be. Alien Resurrection house I didn't want to be in. Yeah, Yeah. let's go to Dawn of the Dead. (laughs) <laughs> let's go let's go to you don't want to go with the rest of the alien Fuck movies it. yeah no because we because we're, we're gonna do an episode about that one day so i don't really want to stay on these franchises for too long that have like 75 movies because one day i gonna have to rewatch all these at once and yeah. then i'll have to have a bigger review other than come robots <laughs> unfortunately of dawn of the dead one so, of the greatest horror films and made. one of the greatest remakes yeah yes oh yeah i was By very far. surprised yeah. yeah but let's focus on george romero's vision that was Hey, he had to pare it down. He put some of it in Land of the Dead because he wanted more of a post-apocalyptic kind of feel to the movie because he just didn't have the money. But Dawn of the Dead, man. I mean, he did that, he did that in Day of the Dead but yeah. and even further in Land of the Dead. But Dawn of the Dead is on that scale and that low budget that they did. And thank you, Dario Argento, for making this film happen. He literally flew him to Italy in a little hotel and they wrote the script. Yeah. That's how he made it happen. You can see the influence. Yeah. There's so many cuts of that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I I own probably nine copies of it. (laughs) And I don't know how many of them are different. I think Dawn of the Dead and the Evil Dead movies, I own more than any other, like, horror thing. I just feel like I rebuy them every fucking time. They're like, well, this one comes with an extra disc with an interview that's actually on the first one you bought in 2001, but you fucking forgot. So here it is again. Uh, no, that's by far one of the best sequels. I mean, Night of Living Dead is a great movie, but it's does it hold up over time? Kind of, sort of. If I show it to my kids, probably not. Dawn of the Dead kind of held up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was shocked. They didn't like the blood. Oh, that's yeah, a, we've talked about that. That's this. always my test is to show it because, you know, my kids are, you know, I have a teenager and then one that's almost a teen. And I always try to, like, show movies to them around the time I saw it to see how they react, to see if it did hold up. 
the blood on it throws them off though because it just looks it does look cartoony it, yeah it looks cartoony but that was old stage that, that, yeah. yeah that was uh formula well, that they still use very much like those italian movies. but would your kids yeah. like if you show kids it now they'd be like why are they why are they going there to shop wouldn't they just like if you made dom of the dead now you'd have to go to an amazon well, fulfillment they, center or something I don't they, know. they understand <laughs> what a mall is because dad used to have a lot of power in this world and he used to manage a few stores yep let's go to best Buy. <laughs> they grew up in back rooms when they were little before I got the fuck out of that life. Oh my but, uh, god! But and yeah, it's just uh, Tom Savini. You know his work in, and he's and then he acts really well in it. I like the little biker gang gimmick. I love that whole, that looks whole like a little, like subplot. Yeah, no, it's just re- in the whole like ooh, capitalism's bad. Hell yeah, it is. Let's take like, the money anyways. Look I where it's gotten us. Every time I talk to people about Dawn of the Dead, they give me this whole like fucking political talk about what every little thing means in it, and I'm like. I like zombies and blood. <laughs> I'm a simple man, but that's cool too. If you notice all that shit, that's awesome. Yeah, it's all in there. I I fucking just like fuck that mall. Have you been to that mall? No, I, I have not been to Rollville Mall. No. Yeah, I have a piece of it though. I know it's completely different. It's fucking weird. I went there. I did Still City, uh, probably ten years ago, and of course, like someone there from the mall was handing out these cards, going like, "We got a zombie museum." You go in there, it looks nothing like the movie now, not at all. And then if you walk to like this little corner store, it's like a toy store type gimmick, but there's a zombie museum on the back with a few props. So it's kind of like, eh, oh wow, yeah, we, we got just, a zombie mu- museum. But do you really? Yeah, I feel bad for people that probably drive there to go to that set, and there's just nothing there outside of like, I mean, it's literally the size of this room that we're in right now. Yeah, well, uh, I know that like the, the skating rink's gone, the escalators moved. I mean, everything's like everything I, looks different. Yeah, I've, I I have friends. We have friends like the Vogels. Yeah, there's um, a picture somewhere. At least when I went to the mall, there's a picture of the original mall. And then when you look at it and you look at the mall you're in, you're like, you could have put this picture anywhere and told me yeah. that that's the mall. So you, you just, just get depressed and go get a Cinnabon and just yeah. go home. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Auntie Anne's and get me a fucking pretzel or whatever they have, <laughs> pretzel dogs. Zombie pretzel dogs. God, I hate See, that it, place. That place is fucking stupid. I think they went out of business because of the pandemic. So, <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead is one of those rare instances where the sequel is arguably better than the original. Yeah, I could agree with that. I, I agree. I, I think you got to look at them differently, dude, than when they came out and the original Night of the Living Dead was at that time. Oh, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Holy just shit. With, with everything that happens. In it. And I, so and it, it, it launched George Romero's career, even though he didn't make like a dime off of it. I mean, we could all own the rights to it. It's public domain. Oh, yeah, the Night of the Living Dead, yeah. That's why everybody in the world re-releases it, and there's, like, fucking Sid Haig versions of these movies. And oh, God, yeah. That's supposed to be a prequel. Is it really? Night of the Living Dead 3D is a, it technically, it's in the same, uh, like, time frame. It's not, oh, yeah. man, I feel like everybody uses <laughs> Night of the Living Dead for things. Like, when you go, if you go online and type in Night of the Living Dead, then how many variations of this movie, like, actually exist? A lot. Yeah. I thought the remake was decent for that one. Oh, Nyland did, yeah, that, yeah. He actually did that to try to get the rights back to at least that, yeah, name. So uh, he was originally going to direct Night of the Living Dead, the remake, with, but Tom Savini did it, and Tom Savini didn't even get to do his vision because nice. of time and money. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a black and white movie. It was going to be a lot more POV, but that's for a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely I can't remember what episode of actually, yeah, uh, when Joe Bob shows Maniac, Maniac. If you go to that, he has Tom Savini on there, and he talks quite a bit about you know doing Dawn of the Dead. So yeah. Check that out because his interview is way more fulfilling than listening to me. Dave, where are we going? Where are we going from here? I mean, Ooh, where just, are you steering us? We can, we we're just going to leave Dawn of the Dead. Let's leave this mall. Evil Dead. Yeah, it's 3M. 3M. Yeah, I think that's like the Dick Smith uh, blood that they were still using back then and the stage, the stage blood that they were u- using. It was like very hammer-like. It's the color of these, you know, coasters. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, the, it's, yeah. our, it's the color of our coasters. Yeah, it's just a super bright red. <laughs> it does take you out of it a little bit if you're not used to that. Like for me, when I'm like fucking 10 or 11, didn't matter. But now that they're like the gore's done so well in horror movies, my kids have seen like fucking Feast and all these like new hatchets and all these newer horror franchises where the, they try to make things, even though it sprays out and it's super gross and over the top, the color is realistic. It looks like blood. And then you go and watch Dawn of the Dead, which has this very serious tone, and then they bleed out this like fucking pink crayola. It's almost pink. like yeah, like yeah. A, like a like a, a melted crayon. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can go. It, we, we can go to one you just mentioned, Feast. 
Feast, feast two, sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. Oh my gosh, man, that was. I remember seeing that because that was part of. Uh, wasn't that that was part of a. a so the first feast was part of something. Project Greenlight. Yeah, Project yeah. It was Greenlight. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's show. On, I think HBO or Showtime, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, they weren't making any money off these movies they were trying to make. Yeah, and they're like, let's do a horror film. Let's do a horror film, and so Feast comes out, ends up being amazing. It's kind of like meta and shit. You know, you have your. They know all like the horror movie tropes, so you know your main guy shows up and he's like, "I'm the guy that's here to save your asses," and he's instantly like sucked through a fucking window and murdered. And speaking of cum, somebody gets like mouth fucked to death, and then the monster <laughs> just shoots loads everywhere. This is the cum episode, uh, but yeah, it's good. It had a great cast. Jason Muses is in it, which is really Balthazar weird. Getty. Was yeah. it Henry Rollins? Yes, he is. One? Henry Rollins is a badass in it. Well, yeah. not really a badass for as long as he, but he does he he does a great job in it. Uh, he's not wrong turn Henry Rollins in this one. <laughs> so it doesn't go fucking John Rambo. I think he's like a what is he like a fitness instruct- instructor? Yeah, or some I just shit? remember him like he, they they put him in a white collared shirt. That's like, what, what it the is. Fuck is yeah, going on? seen Henry him dressed like that. It's very looking like weird. a scientist or something. Uh, no, I, I love the first feast, and I never equal because of the type of movie it was and why it was made and all that shit. Of course, feast two sloppy seconds comes out like, and it turns in. It's almost a straight comedy. I mean, it's so over the top with everything they do. But it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I thought they took it in more of a. What I would perceive as an old-fashioned grindhouse way. Those they other did. two films, oh, they were just like, no, no, no. This is before Hatchet. This is before yeah. the movie Grindhouse even came out. I was like, we're doing it like this, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh no, it's exactly what that was. And and I loved it. And two out, two and three kind of go top. together. They yeah. they run together because they have like some of the same cast or whatever in it. It's like what uh, they would that crew would have made a Death Race sequel. I've been like, that's it. That's how it should be. Yeah. And then totally they, over the top. I think they all kind of vanished under. Feast that the yeah, franchise the was over. Yeah, yeah, they gave that guy such a hard time because they didn't see his vision in the first film. And then when he came out, they were like, we had no idea that it was going to be like this. They're like, yeah. if you would just listen to me, I know I'm introverted. I don't talk a lot. I'm not, yeah. this is my first time director, but I know what a good horror film is. Well, at that time, it was, it was kind of crazy because, I mean, Scream had already poked fun at the horror genre a little bit. But this one, like, went all out. I mean, you had the characters show up with, like, their title of what they're supposed to be in this yeah. movie and how long they're supposed to survive. I love that. The little title, yeah. Yeah. Little, almost like Cobra Commander, like, game card, like, thing, whatever. The monsters, whatever the fuck they were supposed to be, looked really fucking cool. Um, they had to change those because once they realized the movie was actually pretty good, they gave them more money to make them look better. Oh, really? When oh, you shit. first see them, that was supposed to be it. Hmm. And they're like, wow, this is, okay, let's let's put some more money into this. And, and then when, they, when the shroud comes off, yeah. the, you know, the fake head... That was all later. Yeah, it, it was it, all insert shots. It has tremors vibes. You oh, know, yeah. the first one definitely feels like like a meta tremors movie. Yeah, uh, stuck in a bar. Awesome. Yeah, just a bunch of people stuck in a bar in like this middle of the desert, no escape. And these fucking monsters are coming at you. Except you don't got like sand penises coming at you. Yeah, like, like they these. didn't describe anything. It's yeah. like this is happening right now. No, it's awesome. And and Feast Two Sloppy Seconds just follows up on that, but it gets like I said, it gets way more over the top. I think the bi- in, yeah. yeah, the bikers and shit. <laughs> so the bikers come in. They're like, what like, the fuck's going on? Then somebody dies immediately. Yeah. There's a little people, like there's like a game. Yes. I can't remember what where, where did they wear a wrestling mask? I feel like there's a wrestling mask. I think that might have been a maybe I just want, maybe I just wanted that to be a thing, but maybe not. And then you just went all the lucha in there, like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I wanted like El Santo and fucking Blue Demon, but like in small people form. That's a movie right there. We got to make that. Oh, I got Santa. ten bucks. <laughs> I got ten bucks. Go buy me some. Well, yeah. other other movies you mentioned, you also mentioned Hatchet, the Hatchet series. Yeah, the Hatchet series. I mean, that's another one that can't. I love these movies that were like the directors come out of nowhere. You know, they, they weren't big Hollywood films. They they were pretty much, that was straight to DVD, and fans made these things fucking happen. Yeah. And, you know, Adam Green wasn't really well known when Hatchet hit. I remember, this is back when you would go to a movie's website. <laughs> so there was like that, <laughs> the legend of Victor Crowley when you would go to the website and you can click around and you would go through like the swamp and shit. It's like terrible. I mean, if you remember the internet in like 2005, you know what I'm talking about. Terrible, clippy ass like screen and shit. Like, I just got a lot of viruses, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know that. <laughs> All li- the stuff I looked that at. That LimeWire, man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what that is. LimeWire? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That'll, get, that'll kill your computer. But man, like, yeah, they, they, I mean, they created a new slasher guy. And, like, when's the last time we've had one of those? Like, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, all these guys are from the 80s. And then we get Victor Crowley. With and who's an iconic person playing that role. Playing that role because you bring Kane Hodder from the Friday the 13th franchise who kind of got fucked out of that. You know, they kind of tossed him to the side after, what, three movies, I mm-hmm. guess? Yeah. Uh, so it was cool to see him in that role. You could tell it's Kane Hodder when you just watch him walk and move. Kane just is Kane. 
and it works though. His weird like wimp or big guy like fucking wobble walk fucking works. Yeah. Um, the special effects in that are fucking awesome. Yeah, the, super the, over the top. They really they really sold you on the first one, and then the sequels just yeah. get better and better. I thought the and, characters got better as well, they went because they went from teenagers to like like. More. And you bring in Daniel Harris. So Absolutely. Daniel Harris replaced the chick from the original. So yeah. that's the only like character change you have. Uh, Perry Shen has this running joke where he appears as like a different character. And he I joined. love him though. They even uh, for Victor Crowley, which is the fourth one. Yeah, yeah it's the fourth yeah. one. The fourth one. They released a book called I Survivor that he's like selling in the movie, but they actually wrote the book and put it out. So. Oh, like real. And it's written like a survivalist book. Like he actually survived this whole Victor Crowley wow. massacre. Adam Green wrote it to, like, you know, when, if someone finds it on shelves in, like, 50 years, they'll read it like it's a real story. Because it's, like, I mean, it's literally his Perry Shent's face on it in character. It says, I, Survivor, how I survived, like, the Swamp Massacre. And it's, like, a three, 400-page book about the massacre, surviving it. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's I had that to the list of things to buy. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But one thing I do like with sequels, I like when sequels connect everything together and every Hatchet movie. Uh, much like the first couple Friday the 13th, even though most people don't notice that they do, like, they're all, like, dated. They shouldn't be called fucking Friday anymore, but whatever. That's fucking a, Friday. It'd be weird if it was, like, Friday the 13th. Saturday, Saturday the 15th. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday the 16th. What are they Thank doing God it's this? Monday. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the, part two just takes place, like, right after. I mean, literally, as soon as it starts, they show you what happened at the end of the first one, but they just change the actress. So they redo it, and they're like, oh, well, yep, Daniel Harris now. Yeah. Covered in blood. Gets, tries to tell the town, hey, everything was fucked. No one believes you. Nope. That's how it works. And then you restart the same story. And, of course, they're all going there cleaning up all the fucking bodies, which is you brought in a dude from People Under Stairs. Because he brings in so many like horror icons for these. So And I get them. They all kind of run together for me. Uh, Tony Todd. At, Tony or Robert England's in one. He yeah, Robert, uh, Robert England's the Ari very first one. Start of the first one. Yeah. Part two, yeah, Ari's in part two. Yeah, there's so many fantastic uh, icons in these films. Because part two is where they get the hunting gang together. She shows up, and they're trying to get this gang to come back. So you had... Uh, R.A. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman makes a cameo appearance. Tony Todd comes back. Tony Todd actually gets a big role in this. Yeah, the he first does. one, he's just the guy that runs like the the boat establishment or the swamp tour thing. Um, this one, it becomes like a more like evil and maniacal Reverend Zombie. Reverend Zombie. He actually goes on the tour with them, so you get some pretty cool scenes out of that. Derek Mears, Derek Mears pops up. Two and three run together for me, so I'm probably referencing characters. Tom from both Holland levels. is in them. Tom Holland's her dad, yeah, and uh, Uncle he, Bob. He pops up in part, or Uncle, yeah, Uncle Bob in part three, right? Yes, yeah. So uh, part Holland's two. part, Holland's part two. Yes, Tom Holland's part two. See, oh my god, like no, two. It's, totally it's, it's That's okay the because about, they 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 run together. They all They're run all together, concurrent. so yeah. it's all yeah. So Derek Mir- yeah, so Derek Mears had to be part three because he's with the SWAT team yep. that comes. But they pull anyway. out Felicia Rose is in. I think she's in Victor Crowley. Felicia Rose is in Victor Crowley. Is that, that Gallagher? So in it? many. Yeah, yeah, that's a fan making fan movies, and it's not like necessarily like a Rob Zombie version. He doesn't even have that kind of money. But God, the, the quality of the Hatchet films yeah. is amazing. Yeah, especially for the budget and what he puts into it. I mean, he works his ass off on these movies. I love, and he also did Frozen, which we'll talk about. We're going to do an Adam Green episode one day just to talk about all the shit he's done. Yeah, but. Yeah, those those four hatchet movies, and it looks like we're probably getting a part five, judging by like the end of four. Yeah, probably my favorite franchise. Yeah, it's one of those every time it comes out, like I kind of groan, and I'm like, I'm happily surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's like we're gonna just keep doing these. Well, fuck, that was really good. (laughs) Yeah, it's his baby, and that was his goal was to create a new like horror icon, and like since what. Jason and Freddy. Who who have we had since then? We didn't get any. Nineties yeah. gave us Ghostface. Ghostface. Yeah. That's the only one I can really. Two thousands gave well, us. There are well, there are many, but they're not. Leslie they're not Brennan. iconic anymore. They're not like they're not that. But who gave revered. us ones that end up getting toys? Right. Exactly. Yo, know, like new new characters that got like toys and all this shit. Well, actually, just now got a toy. The Toonie Terrors for Victor Crowley just came out, and he's got a NECA one coming out in January. And gets that many sequels, isn't straight to DVD, isn't just some indie fucking dork that's making a $10 movie going like, oh, my character is in all these. He's the, he's going to be the new one. I mean, Leslie Vernon was in the running, but. Yeah. God, I, would, that was, I wish they could have. We never that. got a sequel. That's like speaking of sequels we never got. It was fucking before The Mask. Well, that would have yeah. been prequel, but. That would have been really cool. I yeah. would have enjoyed that. Yeah. But it's it's hard to create a new like icon that horror fans care about. And he did it with Victor Crowley. Yeah. No one else has been on the match. It like I said, Ghostface, Victor Crowley, 
There's probably someone else I'm forgetting. There's but. a lot, but they're not. It's not. That's what I'm saying. That, that, but that, who's they're recent? not on the top of your your brain. They're not. Yeah, like they're, they're but not they're tip not. Your tongue. Yeah, but they're more you of have like Pennywise. The, You've got all these. Well, things Pennywise that, wasn't just created. Right. Though. It was from a book. And I mean, people and it's also a remake, pretty much. Terrifier, yeah. like the the, the clown Terrifier. Clown. Yeah, Art the Clown that movie thing is, is not starting. fantastic. The effects are amazing. But the story is like she's gonna fall down. Fuck, really? Okay. Yeah. This is what's gonna happen. Fuck. Well, they're pretty much living off the the vagina scene. That's a, it's a fucking it's a Ed great Gein, scene, man. It's, crazy. it's straight up Ed Gein yeah. right there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, those it's scenes beautiful. are great, and that and like thirteen year old Steve loves those movies, but you know forty five. I'm like, you know, give me give me a little story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> give me he... something I actually want to grasp upon to. Uh, Hostel. I thought Hostel Two was better than the Hostel. Way one. better. Because I liked the characters way better. Hostel Two. Who stars in that one? God, Ooh. I'll tell you in a second. I'm just. Hostel One, I, I couldn't can. give a shit less you about like any of the well, people the in Hostel is One. Like, you, I want you to hate them. It's like, yeah, you, you say that, but like, I really I'm don't not, like it. I'm not invested. Dudes. I was like, fucking kill them. Who gives a shit? Man. Right. I and, but it also affected me. Like, the effects didn't affect me. I I like Hostel when a movie... Was like, I like when I go see a movie knowing Whoa. what to expect, and they kind of like do a hard left. Like, that... I like that the first 45 minutes of Hostel are just like, it's like I'm watching Euro Trip or whatever. True, that's what true, it is. Yeah. Because when that, when that first guy gets killed, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you didn't, I didn't see it coming. But the whole time you're watching it wondering when it's going to happen. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like that. Who, who started Hostel 2? Hostel 2. Uh, you fucker. So you were looking it up forever sorry, ago. Do you stop? Doing that Lauren is, German. Is that, is that Lauren, the, I don't know who the fuck that yeah, is. Exactly. I don't know why I asked. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, the, has the chick from like Welcome to Fuck. the Dollhouses in it? And I thought know. I knew the main guy, but I, I guess I. Well, the these s- are all women. Yeah, the, the second one was all women. Oh, okay. Part three is the casino one, right? The Vegas betting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah. Um, but that, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed Hostel Three. Uh, Hostel Two. <laughs> Hostel Two. Yeah. See, I can't even remember. I remember liking it, but I can't fucking remember. I it just now. I just felt like I could I like I got to know the characters a little bit more. We're like they're all they're all fucking douchebags. Okay. Right, yeah. and uh, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, oh, it's because they're your chicks and you're connected. I was like, no, no, it's because they're, one, the actresses are much better, and mm. they're written much better, and they're more sympathetic, but they're still like, they're still being flighty and assholes themselves. They're not treating yeah. everybody fucking good. I mean, they had the first film, all, all the guys are douchebags, and you're like, fuck, this is like American World in fucking Paris. I hate these motherfuckers. American World in Paris, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. I'm not bringing up that goddamn sequel, even let's though the, I just did. Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> That's a we sequel. Could, we could just skip straight to Blade 2 if we're going to do that. Amazing. Ron Amazing. Perlman. Ron, Ron Perlman. In case I forgot his name, his name is Ron Perlman, Steve. <laughs> if you ever want to see Norman Reedus' best acting job, get him in Blade 2. Oh, yeah. Where he's trying to act like the gangster white boy. I told you, B. <laughs> he keeps oh, calling I know. Fucking he keeps B, calling you know, him B. Uh, that's a really fantastic film from top to bottom. The and he effects, looks like he smells really bad when you look at him in that he movie. Does. He does. Like, he looks like Jason from Rob Zombie. I mean, for, uh, Michael Myers from Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, I don't like, like You've it. been living in the trash, I mean, dude. I don't like, yeah. That, if smell of vision was a thing, comes back. that would suck. Yeah, you got Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Guillermo Snipes is del Toro. great. The soundtrack, the effects, the integration of CG and practical was almost seamless. I mean, there's a couple of like bad Blade stuff. Blade 2 is way better than Blade 1 and holds up. Yeah, it does. It and does. it's 100 times better than Blade 3. The only reason I like Blade 3 is because it's funny with Triple Ryan H Reynolds. and Parker Pose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. I get scared when Dracula punches through the fucking ground. I was like, yeah. you're a vampire, dude, looking for another vampire. What do you think? Why are you fucking screaming? Ah! He does what he wants. <laughs> Dramatic he effect. Even fucking, uh, He's the game. Blade Trinity. Oh Yeah, shit. it's bad. That's I know fun. they were trying to do that spinoff with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, that's what pissed off Wesley Snipes big time. And you can tell because a lot of the scenes he wasn't even in, they used his stunt double. Yeah. And if you watch it closely, you can see, like, acting. It's because just like a like, side of his head. He's like, hey, motherfuckers, I got taxes due, so we got to make Blade 4, <laughs> not this side, or I'm going to go to jail. Didn't work out. But Plus, hey. He's actually, the, he was the producer of Blade 3. <clears throat> like, he should have had so much more say and just know, cut him out. but you want Blade 4 because you're not getting drop zone 2, Wesley. <laughs> but they're not going to make White Man Can't Jump twice or whatever the fuck. But you know what was announced this week? White Man Can't Jump 2? No. Fuck. Demolition Man sequel. Oh, yeah. But he's dead. Simon's there. He's going to be in it. They're, they're clone him. Simon? He's, he's, he's signed on to it. They'll clone him like fucking, you know. They're, they're a clone. clone. They're a clone. Okay, they're ages 40 years? Yeah. That's weird. 
They yeah, wipe their ass with seashells. They can clone Wesley maybe Snipes. They, maybe they clone him and put him back in jail. Does he even know. have hair anymore? I don't know. Because you got to have the blonde hair if you're going to be Simon. Yeah, but you can do like a ruby rod fucking wig. Fuck it. You do that. <laughs> I don't like what's happening. <laughs> All right. Well, I want dro- 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 needs a fucking sequel. I want drop zone two. I don't want fucking uh, Dave, take us somewhere else. Get us out of here. Dr. Blade, Sleep. Blade two is great. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Okay, this is a movie that was very polarizing for fans. I want to know your all's opinion. I slept. Damn. Through it twice. I tried twice. It didn't work out. Yeah, I saw it in theater. Enjoyed it. Um, because I also knew a lot of the backstory, so I was really giving it a whole lot of credit. And then I bought the Blu-ray with the director's cut, or the extended, I think it is the director's cut. And it's even better. Uh, I don't I was, think I, I was, hated I was, it. I, was, I, just I was a big fan, it. and I liked what he had to struggle with. I liked the director anyways, but like I liked what he had to struggle with trying to make this movie make sense to fans of the book. And the movie, he's like, I'm making a fucking movie sequel, so it's gonna have to be, it's gonna have to continue. Like in the in the book, you know, the Stanley or the Overlook blows up, so there is no hotel. And he's like, well, that's not what happens in the movie. I love all the struggle. If you know the behind yeah. the scenes stuff, there's a lot of story there that he he literally went to Stephen, excuse me, Stephen King. He was like, I really need you to back me, and I'm trying to, I'm going, I'm going to convince you to back me, but if you don't, then I'm not doing this movie. And then at the end of the conversation, make your movie. Production down. Yeah. Hmm. Stephen King's really chilled out since he stopped doing cocaine. Uh, yeah, because how much he hates the original Shining and what <laughs> the ending is. And he was like, I have to keep that ending. I'm changing your narrative. So this isn't based on the book? This is just the movie? It is based on the book, but it's also based on the film. Because like okay. I said, he had to be like, look, I'm making a movie, not a sequel to a book. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, me watching the movie, I, I really I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I haven't watched it a second time. But uh, after I watched it, it was on HBO, and it has extra features. <laughs> and after I watched it, I was like, oh, let's see what the extra features were. It was the director's cut. And I was so pissed. that I recommend it. Yeah, I really want to go back and watch it, but I just it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, too it, soon. it's too soon. Did it hurt you, Dave? It hurt me. And oh, no way, I, I fell asleep both times trying to watch it. But no, I mean, that's fine. I don't th- but I don't think I hated it. I, just, I remember not dislike, like hating it or anything. I just... It was like, yeah, it's because it's bedtime. That just happens sometimes. Sometimes you There's watch a movie. There's some movies that do that to me. Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2. It's Every beautiful. Back to Guillermo del Toro <clears throat> saving, you know, like, fuck yeah, dude. A sequel that works. I'll Every time that, that I've watched that movie with Rachel, she just falls asleep. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Some people can't take too much action, though. Maybe that's what it is. I've had friends who's like, man, it's just, if it's all action, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I the choreography. It. You're not into like the dance of the, what they're doing. You're creating. So I maybe love that that's what it is with her. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what that's what her problem is. I'm just saying, I was, I was with somebody. I was like, what's the problem here? And they're like, dude, I just, uh, action parts. It's just one of those, it's just really? one of those movies. Yeah. I like, I really like Hellboy 2. I, I think. Uh, Golden Army. Yeah. I, I, it's better than the first one. Yeah. I think they're all, I think they're all really good, actually. I, I like the Hellboy movies, but. Yeah. I liked the remake. They're, I like the remake too. Everybody yeah. shit on it. Remake was violent really and really dirty and gritty and <clears throat> more close to the comics actually. But people, that's a, that's a, it's a film series that you either love it or you hate it. You don't really see a whole lot of people are like, eh. That's right. true. Yeah. I, I mean, it was like, just like ah, it sucked or it was really good. Well, it kind of hit. It hit before the comic book boom. So like the first one and the sequel, I'm pretty sure I was in high school, like fresh out of high school when the second one came out. Yeah. If it would have come out a little later, it'd been bigger. He did Blade Two. To be able to do Hellboy first, the first Hellboy. That's the, that, that was part sense. of the contract, from what I understand. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, no, I'll totally, I'll, I'll, I'll do this movie. It's gonna be great." And then, you know, he he sold him on Blade Two, and he's like, "Well, I want to do this movie that I'm a passion project of mine." Yeah, Hellboy. And they're like, "Who?" I what? wish they would do BPRD. That would be really that cool. That would be awesome. But it's probably never gonna happen. That almost seemed like what they were sort of trying to do with the new Hellboy series. I feel like like Netflix could do something like that. Netflix is picking up some weird shit now. It like to be a series, there's good like, idea. With Netflix, you know, picking up Umbrella Academy and then other networks. I forgot who has the boys. Prime has the boys. Like, there's all kinds of like kind of weird shit getting picked up now. So, ultra violent shit that's B- getting picked yeah, up. Yeah, that great. gives me hope for BPRD. Yeah, especially the boys. I was kind of shocked by that. Umbrella Ooh. Academy is more like PG-13. The comics. I mean, sometimes they push it a little bit, but. The boys is fucked. And same with Preacher. Preacher's fucked. And I, I was shocked that that got a series. But that was AMC, so they did yeah. dial it back a little bit. As much as they had to. They did let some shit slide. You've got some other ones on here, Steve. You've got Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, yeah. Does he? I didn't see that on it's, it's it. It's just a slumber party. It's just a slumber party. I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, shit. Spoiler. I had the shirt on last week, too, because I'm fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's probably my favorite sequel uh, ever. I feel like this one's come up a lot Wait, recently. more than T2? <laughs> totally different kind of genre. Slumber totally Party Massacre 2 is not my favorite sequel of all time, but I, I do really enjoy it. I like the dude that break dances, but he's supposed to be rockabilly. Like, whenever you do like a rockabilly show and some dude's like break dancing, like the f- Fuck. Yeah, like it's the weirdest fucking thing. This dude has an identity. We crisis. did a we did a dive on this movie already. Actually, we did do a dive on it because uh, uh, the Heavy last drive-in yeah. did a thing. You know, they showed it and they went in about how this the main guy's actually like a musician and had like one album came out and it was funny to watch it shoot up in price on eBay. And they sold one. On the they show. sold oh one God. recently when they did the uh, the last drive-in. Uh, auction. Yeah, they did the auction recently and sold like a box when they <laughs> Holy were doing this. Yeah, because people were going batshit crazy on that auction. Don't know why. Somebody must have been running up those prices. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, toy collectors, toy collect motherfuckers, toy sellers, toy yeah. sellers. But yeah, it, it's just a goofy, over-the-top sequel. His fucking guitar has like a drill on the end of it, so the first one takes itself pretty seriously, and they have like Does the it? normal drill. Well, it's a satire film, but it's not. Well, it's a it's satire, not, but not, it's they're not, not writing jokes. It's not as like in your face with it. Yeah. It's more of like, yeah, it's funny, and it is satire, but it's not like, he's got a guitar that's a fucking drill, and there's a girl band that plays in his house while their boyfriend's like set like on the floor, like, yeah, I think great, this is the best. <laughs> like, it's the corniest, weirdest shit. And they sound like Bananarama. Yeah, they do. I can appreciate that, though. Silence of the Lambs, Steve, because you've got that up there. And it, it, Speaking weird of Bananarama. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's weird for me because most people, I know Silence of the Lambs is a sequel. It is a sequel. It is a sequel, but for most people, that's the first one. I've never seen Silence of the and Lambs. And it makes sense. Ever? Never. Well, there's there's cum in that movie, too. There's a, there's, yeah, and it's, I, it looks real. I've seen clips, but I've never set through it yeah oscar worthy uh definitely, definitely. oh that's probably why i won't watch it yeah no, no it's it's uh it was it was so good that people wanted to not call it a horror film which i think is hilarious yeah i've heard all those stories it this is a thriller great. like fuck off this is a this fuck you man go read the book and tell me it's not based on a horror like those books are extremely grass oh, they are watch the watch watch the hannibal tv show the I've hannibal do- tv show I've talked about that before even closer to the books than any of the films as extreme as, like, say, Hannibal and Hannibal Rising is, like, the fucking show is like, whoa. What the fuck is they Hannibal got away Rising? With Hannibal Rising is the prequel that they, 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 that he actually wrote, Thomas Harris wrote, and they made a movie out of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. that was. It's like, it's like Hannibal in his teen years. I remember Hannibal. College. Hannibal yeah. came out back when I was uh, working at a video game store that bought back DVDs, and that was one of my. Ones that people were always bringing me. I had like a drawer <laughs> full of fucking Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal Rising came out in 2007. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that, I was at Hollywood Video then. I don't fucking read. Was that a Blockbuster exclusive? <laughs> no, well, no, it wasn't. It was it a, it was a movie. And they, they, did a, they did a pretty good job with that film. I, I didn't, I'm, it's like, I did a groan. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll watch the fucking Hannibal yeah. Rising. Oh, it's not that bad. Uh, so the first film was called Manhunter. Manhunter, yes. I love. Okay, which is kind of funny. And there was a ba- massive bomb. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't. They didn't know how to release yeah. it. You know, it looks like a crime noir. It's just, but it is. It's it's really. It's like in the middle of the fucking of the eighties, right in the middle of Miami Vice, which is the same guy who created Miami Vice made this film. And then Silence of the Lambs comes out. Jonathan Demme, who comes out of the Roger Corman school of film, makes a, a fucking Academy Award winning horror movie so is the idea of it to be a sequel originally like it's like we're a sequel well, to it, this follows, it, it, it follows manhunter okay. because the uh the character of none of this is based on a book though right is this based on all a book of them yes, okay so i didn't know the shit that's thomas I'm harris to... wrote all the books except okay. he obviously didn't write the the, the series but he okay. wrote a book to, for all of these movies okay that explains how a movie that bombed um, can get a sequel then, D- like D- a... dino de Laurentiis owns the right to the hannibal lecter character from forever and his company does and um, so anytime they have to make anything, he has to say, or his company does, how he's yeah. dead. So that, that's the thing with the Hannibal show is like, it doesn't follow anything. It follows it all pretty well, but it, it's like it changes the narrative just enough to where the characters are there, but the story is a little bit different. Is this similar so to Bates well, Motel? Yes, very much. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, amazing. in Hannibal, yeah, like, they go into Red Dragon eventually. Yeah, Red Dragon, obviously, the re- is, a, I guess, supposed to be more of a faithful telling of, uh, of Manhunter, but... I don't know. I, I prefer Manhunter because I think that Edward Norton's kind of flat in that film. Anthony Hopkins is 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 they write they write extra lines for him. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in Red Dragon. Just trying to find a reason dig. to have him in Ralph, there. Ray Fiennes is fine, but he's no yeah. Tom Noonan. Tom Ray Noonan Fiennes is fucking. Is fine. He's That's fine as, as the Red Dragon. He is. <laughs> well, if you watch, if you watch the show, it was uh, oh shit, I forgot the guy's goddamn name. What the main Which guy? one? Yeah, Mad. The, the guy that Mad plays. Mads? No, not Mads Mikkelsen. The guy that plays the Red Dragon. He's a. Uh, 
Uh, he was in. He he was in the Hobbit. I'll come back. To that. <laughs> always Bilbo, Richard, Lord of the Rings. Bilbo Dragon, Richard Richard Armitage. <laughs> always Bilbo Lord of the Dragon. Rings with this guy. <laughs> he was really good in it. I did. I could not good enough for me to remember his name. So let's yeah. just go to Phantasm. Clip the mic. <laughs> so we'll just go to Phantasm. Let's just go to Phantasm. That's got that's I'm got not sequels, prepared right? to talk about Phantasm. Phantasm we got to do a whole episode a... about fucking Phantasm. Oh, you're right. We yeah, can. that's right. Yeah. And about, we need to go drink some of that tea. And about how they destroyed the Cuda. <laughs> well, we we okay. We have Nightmare on Elm Street up there. We have Silence Lambs, Feast, Blade Two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I feel like, like we the, could talk the Scream trilogy. I feel like we could talk Ride about of Frankenstein, Candyman. I think actually, uh, Failure of the Flesh is a better film than the first. One. What the fuck? Yeah, I know it's weird. Why? I just like the I like the direction. I like the the I like his his changed look. I just like the actors better. I don't. I like the first film. Okay. It's the same thing. It's very groundbreaking, but I just thought they did it better in the second one. All right. No, you can hate me. It's great. No, it's fine. I'm, gonna, here. I'm not going to even have words. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> he says he doesn't want to acknowledge your existence or your. That's thoughts. fine. Let's skip it. Then. I don't really. I don't really like two or three. Got to be honest. Like at I, all. Yeah, at all. Oh wow. Okay, that's awesome. Just one of those weird things. I never liked the sequels. I like Candyman. I never loved Candyman, so maybe that's why I'm not in love with the sequels. I guess it's, it's always been. I always thought it was terrifying when I was a kid. I thought it was like the scariest fucking thing, and it was always fun to lock your friend in a room and make them say it, and yeah. they can't come out. I mean, I guess most people do it as a joke, but we would just lock each other in rooms <laughs> and shit. Like, ah, fuck you, you're gonna die. You know, well, it didn't die. I was gonna say Scream Two. That was another big one. Scream 2, I love, and I'm probably going to get shit for that. No, you shouldn't. I think it's an improvement on a fucking fantastic film. I wish they didn't make Scream 3. I wish they didn't make Scream 4. I'm still going to go see 5 because I'm a fucking mark, but 2 was like the pinnacle of that franchise for me. I thought it was awesome. Like I thought it was a great follow-up. I didn't know what they could really do for like the reason to be a killer. Like, What's your motive? It's kind of stupid. They play Cottonmouth Kings there in it. That's fucking annoying. Why are you playing Cottonmouth Kings? <laughs> it's kind of an annoying soundtrack. Uh, the cast is great, though. They bring in Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Sliders. Sliders. <laughs> Come full circle. Or I said Sarah Jessica good Parker. Night. <laughs> yeah, good night. Wrong Sarah. Uh, uh, there's not Sarah. Sarah Geller, she's in that. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller's in it. Uh, they bring back Jamie Kennedy, who I think I've talked about this before. He's one of those characters when you're young, he's likable. When you're old, he's fucking annoying. Yeah. Because he tries so hard to play up that I'm a nerdy video store guy character. Well, I'm like, we're not like that motherfucker. Especially when I became the dude managing the video store. <laughs> like, we don't act like this douchebag. Like, Derek doesn't act like this We're just bag. like, stop stealing our VHS tapes. Yeah. Please. I don't spend my whole day talking in fucking movie quotes. Yeah, you're no. too busy trying to catch thieves and not yeah, fire your Yeah, employees. we don't do that. We don't talk to all of our friends like just referencing every fucking movie we could think of every time we have a discussion. We do that now. We, just... we do that now on a <laughs> podcast. We have a podcast for that. But yeah. When he gets killed, though, that was a pretty big thing, though. Like, they killed off, like, a main character from the first one that seemed like the franchise was built around, like, Jamie Kennedy, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they killed little Randy. Yeah, I mean, and other people like uh, Timothy Oliphant was in it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, he did a crazy good job. And that was before yeah. anybody knew who he was. Exactly. Yeah, that's my kind of horror nerd. Crazy, knows his well, shit. And is not completely fucking not. He's going to get yeah. late tomorrow if he wants. And I think we talked about this before. So in Scream 1, the killers are pretty obvious. Like, Billy is obvious. Stu is kind of the curveball, I guess. Part 2, like, when I first watched it, I didn't feel like either of those characters were on screen that much. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention because I was so focused on the main characters from the first one and their lives and what they're doing. I wasn't paying attention to anyone around them. Because I think my assumption was it has to be someone from the first one, right? Yeah. They're gonna come in like ah, it was that's me the too. I was literally I was trying to figure too. this out yeah. as the movie's going on. I don't do so, that much, but I did that. So one. when Mickey showed up and was part of it, I was like, "Fuck, is this guy even in a movie?" But then I went, "I got just on the wrong set." Yeah. Like, what is this? But then when you go back and watch it, they hint at all that shit all the way through the movie, and they're both like both characters are on screen every other scene. Yeah, and it's weird in my brain they weren't on screen ever. There's really good red go back, herrings everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, all the time, especially the news reporter chick whose name is escaping me right now. But she's constantly in Nev Campbell's face. She's total stalker. Her and Courtney Cox go at it like all the fucking time. And when like Courtney Cox does something shitty to her, I think she smacks her actually. But she makes like a facial expression like, I'm gonna kill that bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh now that I look back on it, she wanted to kill that bitch. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of those yeah. movies, that, uh, the Scream franchise, you can keep going back and, and rewatching them and rewatching them and finding all the little Easter eggs. For me, one and two, yes. Three, no. Uh three one thing I hate is that they killed the mystery because you had the guy fake his death like halfway through a movie. 
Yeah. Which totally ruins it. Like, the fun of those type of movies, at least when I was younger and when they were coming out, was to set with friends and kind of, like, guess and shit. Before motherfuckers would get on their phone before seeing a movie and look up who's going to be the killer or whatever. Yeah, right. You actually just sat around and bullshit and guess a little bit and say shit. And then when you kill the guy half off to where I can't even guess the motherfucker or like, it's like oh yeah, I faked my death and I laid in that coffin or whatever the fuck in the, on the movie set. Oh yeah, and here's Jay and Silent Bob for no fucking reason. <laughs> I love that dumb stuff. Yeah. I like the, how they use the set from the first film. Isn't to, Tori to Spelling in that at some point? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's very she much Jay herself. and Silent Bob oh, coming back. That's and, why I yeah. hate it so much. I hate her eyes. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Toy it's okay. eyes fucking it's scare okay. me. If I saw those like at night in my window, I would just kill myself. <laughs> I would just shoot them and then kill myself. I don't think I could kill them. I don't think I could shoot her eyes out. Oh, my God. Tor- I hate her so Sorry, much. Sorry, Tori Spelling. Sorry, I watched a lot of 90210, and I yeah. hate Tori Spelling. We're going to have to wrap this up, actually. I do this, love 90210. This, this episode went fast. It's went fast because we're talking about sequels. And a lot of the shit that we'll, we will have, like, full episodes about. Like, Scream yeah. will definitely come back to and just talk about the whole franchise, and I'll talk more shit about it, probably. Yeah, Dave, you want to... Uh, we didn't even talk about Evil Dead 2. We didn't. <sighs> I said it, but y'all just fucking just well, glanced over it. Just, let's keep going. <laughs> Started talking about... The anger in Dave's Jerry O'Connell or something. I don't know. No, because okay. well, no, you okay. know we're going to do an entire Evil Dead episode. I mean, we've already talked yeah, about we Bruce will. Campbell. So. And we well, talk about Evil Dead so much. We did Bruce Campbell. We've talked about Danny Hicks on two separate episodes yeah. now. Yeah. We talked uh, about uh, uh, yeah everything. We talked about Sam Raimi. Yeah. But I, mean, I, let's, I can I love to dissect these movies. So, Well, let's just ask the hard-hitting question. What's your favorite sequel? Evil Dead 2. Wow, you Dave. Dave did that face. really fast. Holy shit. I, I'm going to be weird. And, if you uh, had to just pick one. If I had to. Fuck, man. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, Dead for yeah, sure? If I have to. Not Night of the Demons too. <laughs> no, but I like that one Because we didn't touch actually. on those at all. That, I think that's interesting because that those are great sequels. Yeah, they are. They they, they hold up. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Mine is, uh, and I'm going to talk about it because we didn't fucking talk about it at all on this show. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Oh, yeah. It's the best fucking horror sequel fucking ever. I don't I care what anybody says. I hate Prom Night. I think Prom Night's dog shit. It bores the shit out of me. I think a little goofy kid getting caught in a fucking curtain or whatever and then becoming a killer is the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> then there's Prom Night 2, <laughs> which is like so fucking over the top, batshit crazy. I don't think it was even originally supposed to be a Prom Night movie, but it's like the ultimate like 80s slasher. You know, like the third one? No. <laughs> You're not gonna like the remakes. Either. It's like the it's like there's a there's a third there's a fourth slumber party massacre that really has nothing to do with any of it. Like the well, last slumber party, four prom nights, right? Jesus, because I think the remake. I think the last one has something to do with like religion and shit. I'm pretty sure part four happens around the church or something like that. But part two is just so like bat shit, fucking over the top crazy, and it, it's pretty much like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's prom night. Like, instead of Freddy, it's fucking Mary Lou. But it's the same style of deaths and shit, except you don't have to be asleep. But everybody's, like, framed. Like, what's happening? Are these kids, like, killing themselves or what the fuck ever? Yeah, that's a movie uh, that, that just did not get any fucking kind of press. And then Prom Night 2? Yeah, yeah, and then it, now it's come back. Yeah, I, well, you, maybe you just think it's coming back because of just me and Joe. Probably. It's just, like, five years Maybe that is. It's, like, the people around you, when they notice yeah. something or they remember something or they bring it up, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that was just one I Nobody saw. Nobody talks about this movie. At a very young age, in my VHS rental days, and I probably rented that movie, like, eight times as a kid. And now watching it, I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's the best thing. And I like other shit, too. There's a lot of shit we left off, like Pumpkinhead 2 and... All that, but Blood wings, Blood wings. Yeah. Blood wings. We'll do a, a Pumpkinhead franchise episode one no, day. No, we won't. That's what yes. Well, that's the thing about the, this episode is like there's so many movies that we are going to single out and do a franchise on, like a franchise episode that we just like, we're like, God damn, you know, I didn't talk about Psycho 2. I, I enjoy that. Amityville Horror 2 is, I think, a better film than the first one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and 3, I think. Which, yeah. one, which one does he uh, kill Renee Zellweger in? That's that, 4. That one. That's got uh, Matthew McConaughey, Robo Leg McConaughey. Oh my gosh! He traded in those legs for a Lincoln, though, so that's pretty good. Yeah, three had uh, three had uh, Viggo Mortensen, right? And yeah, Ken Foray. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ken Viggo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings, or History of Violence, or the guy that beat the shit out of G.I. Jane. Oh, oh my god! Like in real yeah. life. No, Eastern like Promises. Movie. He's a Cronenberg man. Oh, Eastern Promises. I didn't like that one, but yeah, we won't. We're we'll get sidetracked too much. Yeah, we, we are. can do a Cronenberg like episode. I can't wait. We can do a Cronenberg. There's a billion sequels we could have talked about. I think the whole point of this conversation, though, and hopefully when people listen to it, they realize that sequels don't always suck. 
I mean, usually part two is fine. Most of the time, off the rail shit happens three, four. Beastmaster two. Six. Six. <laughs> Producers cuts of six. <laughs> Talking to you, Mikey Mike. Michael Myers. I hate Halloween six. Can we do a whole episode about how much I hate Halloween six? I think you already did. Next I week. I think we did, actually. Fuck, we did do that already. I just want to do it every week for the rest of my life. I'm not a fan. I'll, I'll take Halloween six over Halloween five. But seriously. Yeah, sequels are super underrated. Like, even talking about Night of the Demons two, Pumpkinhead two, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night two. These are all just as good as the first one, and they get ignored by fans. I'm a fan of and, uh, uh, Halloween three and, and Halloween four. And it's become way too cool to shit on every yeah. sequel or reboot that ever comes out. Seriously, nothing. Friday 13th Part 5 is one of my favorites. It's just ridiculously, it's got some of the best kills, some of the Part best boobs. 5 is the one I'll probably talk about the most when we go over the franchise because I love how trashy that movie is. Yeah, it is. And also Violet. Yeah. Violet's my favorite. Sweet. That little those sweet dance moves. <laughs> this is the robot. If we get 10,000 subscribers, I will do that dance. Oh, please, please. <laughs> so that's another thing. Please like and subscribe to the, 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 the YouTube page. Follow us on all of your favorite platforms. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Uh, uh, Apple Podcast, <laughs> Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Breaker, Breaker, yeah, that's all one these of places. Them. Thank you so much. Download us on LimeWire. Yeah. Oh my God, get the, get the good one. Get that virus. <laughs> all right. See you guys. We're out of here. Peace. Bye. <laughs>